Good morning. Today we will be examining why US health officials called AstraZeneca's vaccine data outdated and how it may affect the company at a time it faces constant criticism from the EU. We will then look at the European Union's deteriorating relationship with Russia in light of Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny's arrest, and we'll finally explore a fresh lawsuit against Facebook in France over its hate speech policies. Today is Monday, the 29th of March. I am Arunava, and you're listening to the Leaders Brief by Ego Monk. In what could be a major setback for Anglo-Swedish firm AstraZeneca, U.S. health officials said last week that results from a trial of the company's COVID-19 vaccine may have provided an incomplete view of the efficacy data. The U.S. National Institutes of Health has urged AstraZeneca to quote review the efficacy data and ensure the most accurate, up-to-date efficacy data be made public as quickly as possible. The development comes at a time the company is facing sharp criticism from the European Union for continuously decreasing supply targets. Last week, the European Commission accused AstraZeneca of failing to honor its contract and proposed tougher regulations on the company's vaccine exports from the bloc. The regulations would allow each shipment to be inspected and assessed based on the destination country's rate of vaccinations and vaccine exports. Though short of a complete ban, the regulations are expected to decrease the vaccine makers exports from EU nations significantly. The company's troubles does not end here. Apart from failing to meet its targeted supply of over 50% in the European Union, in the United States, which expects 300 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine, health officials have expressed concern that the company's trial data was not accurate. In a public statement, the US National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases said last week that AstraZeneca may have included outdated information from that trial, which may have provided an incomplete view of the efficacy. The revelation of this had seen the company's shares fall by a little over 1% in London. The reason for the concern, as cited by the US Health Agency, was that the company had included data from different readings to come to its over 70% efficacy conclusion. The company's efficacy results were based on the average of data from two trials which had marked 62% and 90% efficacy. Interestingly, the 90% efficacy rate was registered from patients who were administered a lesser dose of the vaccine. The company has been unable to explain yet as to how a single shot provided more protection than two doses. AstraZeneca will conduct fresh trials in the USA to provide efficacy data and is expected to get FDA approval in coming weeks. It should be mentioned here that the two-shot AstraZeneca vaccine is emerging as a favorite option for several countries as it is fairly easier to store and is significantly cheaper than the doses offered by its nearest competitors including American firms Pfizer and Moderna. Moving on to some political developments in Russia, the country's foreign minister Sergei Lavrov recently stated that the Kremlin does not have any sort of relationship with the European Union after a series of sanctions from the 27-member bloc. The EU has been at loggerheads with Russia since the arrest of Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny on January 17th. However, speaking at a press conference alongside his Chinese counterpart last week, Mr. Lavrov said that Russia is still willing to resume cooperation with the EU if Brussels agrees. Notably, the development comes at a time the European Union has found itself in a fresh conflict with Beijing, its largest trade partner for 2020, sanctioning several Chinese officials over the treatment of Uyghur Muslims. The situation has opened up avenues for new China-Russia trade relations that could deprive the European economy some stimulus in its post-COVID recovery. While China overtook the United States as the bloc's largest trading partner last year, Russia ranks fifth in terms of countries trading with the European Union. Russia and China have sought a United Nations meeting to seek international support against the European Union and the USA against what they call is the politicization of human rights issues. The two countries said in a joint statement last Tuesday that a summit of the permanent members of the United Nations Security Council is particularly necessary to establish direct dialogue about ways to resolve humankind's common problems. 
After meeting his Chinese counterpart Wang Yi, the Russian foreign minister said that the country has only individual European countries that want to be guided by their national interests, leading to the fact that Russia's relations with China are developing faster. Mr. Yi, on the other hand, called the Western sanctions the law of the jungle that would not be embraced by the international community. Countries should stand together to oppose all forms of unilateral sanctions, he said. Notably, the announcements came a day after the EU, US and other NATO powers blacklisted several Chinese and Russian officials over grave human rights abuses under Uyghur Muslims in China and the LGBTQ community in Russia. Moving on to some news from the tech world, US social media giant Facebook is facing a lawsuit in France for failing to provide a safe environment for users. Media advocacy group Reporters Without Borders has sued the company, accusing it of engaging in deceptive commercial practices by allowing disinformation and threats to flourish despite promising users that it will exercise professional diligence. The media watchdog, headquartered in France, said that the country's laws are strict about misleading claims and can force companies to shell out up to 10% of their annual sales if found guilty. According to Reporters Without Borders, Facebook's terms and conditions are contradicted by, quote, the large-scale dissemination of hate speech and false information on its networks. The media watchdog provided statements from former Facebook employees detailing hate speech and threats made to French journalists through the platform to supplement their argument. Facebook denied the accusation, saying it has zero tolerance for any harmful content on its platform and that the company is investing heavily to tackle hate speech and misinformation. The company's statement, however, added that their enforcement would never be perfect. While nobody can eliminate misinformation and hate speech from the internet entirely, we continue using research, experts and technologies to tackle them in the most comprehensive and effective way possible, the company said in a statement. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune in to Egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology and innovation. Egomong helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomong.com that is i-n-s-i-g-h-t-s dot e-g-o-m-o-n-k dot c-o-m to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate egomong.com.